Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba House of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Oz is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend. Happy weekend right back at you, my friend. Can't believe we're already getting into almost winter. Holy cow. Almost winter? Almost. Well, when the storms have already started. <laughs> right? We just had Gail Welfringer on last week talking about storms yeah. and winter Floods preparedness and, and all that good stuff. Winterizing your home. Like, if you haven't done it yet, please go listen to that show and please go get your house ready. That's right. Because there's a lot going on. In fact, actually, you know, I think it, for some people, this is a time of year where if you actually had your roof cleaned, mm-hmm. um, you might have some guys willing to to get out there. You know, obviously they'll have to sneak in and schedule it around when it's a a safe day for them to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think they'd actually be happy to come and do that for you because they actually yeah. a lot of times. Well, a lot of times the guys who do uh, roofs and gutters mm-hmm. uh, often do windows, and so they're usually slammed throughout the summer and don't actually mm-hmm. have as many people thinking about this during the winter, mm-hmm. which is weird to me, right? Um, but it's, it's still worth doing any time. And here's the thing is like, as we go into November, a lot of people have done that. I got to tell you, I've watched a lot of people in my neighborhood thinking they're doing the preparedness, but it takes about three windstorms for all those leaves to get off. (laughs) Right. Right. And it's not always your trees. I was watching our last big windstorm where the walnut and another big maple tree that one of my neighbors has, they blew all over the place you know they, they cover a pretty big radius mm-hmm. around yeah. those homes and uh it's not just packing on that neighbor's house but on my house and right. my house on the oh, yeah, yeah, other yeah. side of the cul-de-sac and well, everything and, else and i'll just please please every everyone if you are the one that's climbing up on that roof be careful oh gosh you know, rope up if you can yeah, if you can hopefully and, you've got a clip in you if know, it's a newer home or, or wait till the roof is dry i had a friend yes, uh, do it when it's dry please uh, yeah. please please please, please a friend please. of mine a year ago fell off his roof and mm-hmm. busted his pelvis and punctured a lung and oh. Oh, another friend now, my dad's fallen off a ladder i mean when oh, he yeah. was alive That's... he fell off and shattered oh. his elbow and broke his arm so a tremendous do be amount careful. of respect for those ladders yeah they're, yes they're do be, be very very in fact you know what here's the other thing please don't do it when you're home alone <laughs> right. No, I'm not joking. Well, that's what happened to my friend. Well, that's what happened to my dad. Yeah. And yeah, it just yeah. so happened an elderly neighbor, my dad said he'd never seen the man move so fast and mm-hmm. he like like jumped over a shrub <laughs> right. to get to him. But I mean, he's lucky that there was even somebody around yeah. who saw. Well, I've I've fallen off more than my fair share of ladders, and I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. I didn't mm-hmm. want to go up on him anymore, to be honest. I, so. Well, I, I won't. I, I will hire it out to people who I know are working with licensed, bonded individuals who are safe, who take as many mm-hmm. precautions as possible. Right. I won't hire right. anyone but that. With that said, yes. keep those gutters clean. Please. Because if those gutters fill up, that water is going to spill over. And yep. it may go forward, but then again, it may go backwards. Good. If it goes Often. forward, it's going to drop right next to your foundation mm-hmm. and you run the risk of flooding out your basement yep. or your crawl space. If it goes backwards, goes it's going up. Roof line. Yes, it's going up against that fascia board, mm-hmm. that wood, and uh, and that wood can start to rot. It can yep. get behind the fascia and It'll travel. wick back up underneath. Yes. For sure. And, and so now you've got it up in the eaves. You've got it up in the roof mm-hmm. line. And here's the thing, folks. Most roofs around here did not have the metal drip line on them on roofs 
till mm-hmm. 2012. Mm-hmm. So unless you've had a roof replaced or yours was built 2012 or later, you do not have that metal drip guard that helps keep the, you know, because over time. Keep the time, water from traveling. Well, or, or just even um, keeping your roof, you know, uh, the shingles from kind of bending down. That's the thing I see the most, actually, when I'm out looking at properties, mm-hmm. is you can tell an older roof because they begin to curl down mm-hmm. over time from weight and just wear uh, and mm-hmm. age. And so you can tell like whether or not somebody's had a roof done in the last 10 to 12 years just right. just by looking at that. Right. But the, the second your roof is doing that, most of the time, I can usually see from underneath, most people don't look up in their houses. You can see the gap that mm-hmm. happens in between. And now that's why you see all the drip lines and everything else that's happening mm-hmm. um, coming down. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of signs that you can look for, just like what we've described. Um, and if you have that going on, please go get your stuff taken care of. Hey, today. Today's yeah. a good day. Yeah. yeah. Let's just Very soon. Get that taken good. care of. Yes. Care. So Keep Reba, it nice and neat. So I got some questions for you. I want to know what's going on yeah. in, our, in our in our real estate market. It's, what's going on in the market? There's this always a question, oh, mm-hmm. it's seasonal. You know, it's going to slow down. Yeah. And You know uh, what's seasonal in my market? <laughs> seasons? No. Real estate agents who work. <laughs> That's right. I, and I'm not, I'm not even, that sounds like a smart ass uh, remark. No, I, um, I hear you. But I'm just going to say there are a number of people who work in my industry. And we've talked about this before that um, there are now over 35,000 real estate agents in just the Northwest multiple alone. And Good that's heavens. not the entire state. Oy. Right. So 35,000 of us. Covering right? how many transactions in a year? Oh, you're going to ask me a number 50? I don't have right in front of me. What's so, that? So like 50,000, something like that? Yeah, there's definitely not enough to keep every single person no. busy. And then you have to remember, a lot of agents, um, a lot of people who get in my industry, it's a second or third you know, thing for them in terms of careers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just talking to someone the other day. They're, they're seasonal. They're here in the summer because they want to enjoy this in the summer. And so they only work here in the summer. And then in the winter, they're gone down in. And so they're dual licensed. So they go to Phoenix or somewhere like that to work for the winter. And then they work here in the summer. That drives me a little insane, actually. Um, and there's also a lot of people who are just like, oh, I, because I love the flexibility of real estate. Oh, I can just do this. Um, sorry. Can you tell I have a little attitude around it? Um, but. That flexibility also means someone who's probably not on top of things Mm -hmm. and they will literally just stop working for two months at least, if not three, and they're just not paying attention. So some of the seasonality you hear about is Mm self-imposed. It's not because the industry, and I was just telling my team this because, um, so by the way, listeners, you know, I'm, I'm trying to give my team more and more of a healthy lifestyle and work style with us. And so we have been much more cognizant of taking holidays off. Mm -hmm. So like Veterans Day, Thanksgiving, the long four-day weekend, Christmas time. In fact, we're toying with the idea of being closed for an entire week from Christmas to New Year's um, because I want to give that benefit of my team, you know, getting mental health time, Mm -hmm. you know, COVID made it very clear that people need more mental health time. Um, But what it means for, for my team and I is that 
when that's going on, you know, every other work day, though, we need to be running full tilt. Like we mm-hmm. need to be at it. But what I also had to remind them of is since I've been doing this for 19 years, most of the people on my team have only been with me for two years or less right now. And or and they're brand new to the industry, so they're not accustomed to it. And December is always in the top three busy months for me. Oh, likewise for every me. Every year. Yeah, we have folks that they it's starting even, you know, they want to be in their new home by Thanksgiving yep. or they want to or they be want in to their do new it by home the end Christmas, of the year or they want to close by the end of yeah. the year. Yeah. And uh, and so for for me it's always a balance trying to see my family and have some a little bit mm-hmm. of time to decompress and usually yeah. I, I I get that all kind of lined up for January because it's not going to happen in December, at least for me. Yeah. Well, Uh, let me give you just a sample of what the market watch, as you know, I'm always looking daily at the market watch mm -hmm, in the Northwest multiple. And so as we're sitting here, I'm looking at the, the pendings to solds to new listings and all of that. Right. So right now, new listings is 1,388 and this is for a seven day window. Okay. And the listing pendings is 3030 Wow. Now, there are 727 listing price reduced, but I am not shocked by that because we've still been bouncing back and forth between 400 and 900 any given week because there are periods of time where more listings come on and there are a lot of people, frankly, still overpricing their homes because they keep mm-hmm. hearing... Right. The market's hot, the market's hot, the market's hot, the market's hot. Well, the market being hot doesn't mean your piece of junk is worth that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and not all houses are, are crappy, but there's a lot of, let's just say, prime for rehab out or, on the market. Or in right need of organization, which is why we have our guest, Rachel Smith, with yes! us today. So. Yes, yes, Hi. yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the, the market itself is still extremely busy. Mm-hmm. Um there's not enough houses out there like we've talked about show after show after show. Uh, new construction's not going to save us. Um, and, you know, it's, it's yeah. Just a shortage of listings. It's, it's a shortage. It's, it's, it really is. Like and there's a lot of here. people because they don't want to go on market during the holidays because they tend to maybe, mm-hmm. maybe be the households that do the hosting uh, some people are just like, I just don't want to be bothered. Right. You know, but but I've always found this time of year is a great time of year to buy a home, you know, because the folks that do bring yes. their homes on the market they're tend serious. to be pretty motivated. They're very serious. Yeah. They have somewhere they're going. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies move their people this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I well, fingers crossed we get more some more inventory here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we are keeping a very close eye on interest rates. We do expect those to trend upward over the next mm-hmm. couple of couple of months. Yeah. And uh, you know, which affects your affordability. So yes. you know, if you're thinking it, of on the fence, maybe I'll wait. Mm-hmm. You know, keep looking. If you yeah. find that right home, jump on it. Yes. And uh, you know, it's not going to get better. We're not going to see the the house prices fall. No, I don't think. I know you and no. I. The beginning of last year, we kind of came out with our forecasts and our predictions mm-hmm. for the market for 2021. Right, and I think we settled on about seven percent. Yeah, somewhere in that range. We yeah. blew past that by February. Yeah, you know, so we're we're up 
yeah. what, over over 25%. Yeah, no, it's been nuts. We've seen the reports coming in. Depends on which micro market you're in, but yeah, mm-hmm. anywhere from like 12 to 30 some percent. Yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm giving myself a D minus on, on, that, on that prediction. <laughs> we'll see what happens in 2022. And actually in January, we'll do yeah. our, our forecast for the year. Yes, we will. See, see where we come out Yeah, you know, can't next wait to year. do the wrap up and uh, <laughs> what's next. Right, right. Coming in. You know, there's, um, there's also one thing. Oh, you know what? Uh, I might bring that up when we come back here. We got to yeah. take a little bit of a quick break. Uh, but there is one local company that had a iBuying program where they mm-hmm. actually buy your home for yes. you that they're, um, they're folding up. They're shutting it down. There's several of those yeah. doing that right Let's now. Let's talk about that DOJ. maybe just real quickly. And then we're going to bring okay. on Rachel Smith talking about organizing some things. So stay tuned. More Open House with Team Reba. We'll be right Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday at 2 o'clock bringing you information on real estate and finance. Sundays from 3 to 4. And always on podcasts. Yes. Six years worth of content on podcasts. Yeah, just right. Just Google us, Open House with Team Reba. You're mm-hmm. going to find lots and lots of episodes, over 250 of them, I think. It uh, we're right count. around there. We're yeah. definitely right around there. Well, yeah, I know we are because, um, okay, I just got to say, so David Summers, who used to be our producer and who now works with me, uh, he's going through and making sure and organizing and because and, mm-hmm. we found that there were some of the shows that hadn't been uploaded yet. Yeah. So he's going and doing all of that. Awesome. Um, so. David, I'm giving you a shout out right now, and I think it's hilarious. Um, we we had a very, um, I'll say, I thought it was an interesting exchange. I, I think he thought it was stressful because he came to me, and God love you, David. Uh, he, <laughs> he came to me, and he's like, Reba, um, some of these are not in order. This goes to the organizing things. And he's like, some of these were not uploaded. And if I go in and the nomenclature for the the numbering system, it's going to get all out of whack if I just add the things in. He's like, so what do you want me to do? And I'm like, I just want you to number them and put them in. And he's like, yeah, but then they're not going to be in correct order. And I went, I don't think anyone's going to know or care. We're okay with that. (laughs) And we, but Here's why I'm like, God love you, David. David he is, is such a perfectionist. He is meticulous and he is so good at so what he does. Yeah. Good. Yes, you're good uh, at what you do. We love you. But I was like, yeah. just the amount of time it will take for you to figure all that out and then have to renumber everything. Yeah. Please just put them in because I'm pretty sure none of our listeners are going to go and pick That's us right. apart for David, it. David, chill. It's good. It's yeah. all good. That's right. We're all That's good. That's right. What's not good. Yeah. Is disorganization is a <laughs> is uh, the the one company that that you always what? love to uh, talk oh, about yeah. with the with the capital Z. Yes, had a little bit of a misadventure mm-hmm. in yes, they did. what they call i buying, mm-hmm. where you have a home that's maybe supposed to sell but it's not selling, and it's i buying because it's internet buyer. Internet, yeah. So so this company Zillow would actually buy the home. Mm-hmm as part of their program, their online program. And there yep. was one example in a recent um, uh, recent article where a home in Fountain Hills, Arizona, had been on the market at 342000 mm-hmm. which is kind of normal for that yeah. market, been mm-hmm. on for about 25 days, but there were no takers. Yeah, Zillow came along 
and offered the seller $406,000 for that home, which was 16% above the listing price. The um, the agent, you know, said, take it, you know, right. you can sell for 406. It's not selling at 342. Why wouldn't you take 406? Right. So they did. So Zillow bought the home at 406, relisted it at 364, taking a $42,000 loss on the deal. Why? That's the big question. You know, the, Zillow was using debt, you know, corporate debt to finance this right. program. And I think they were relying too heavily on their own algorithms of what this home might might actually be worth the Z, the Zestimate, uh, right. which you and I know, oh, yeah. maybe it's, it's okay, incorrect. maybe it's, it can be off by miles. Yeah. And uh, and so they were kind of relying on that and, and were short-staffed to the point they didn't have adequate staffing to go out and inspect these homes, appraise those homes. And, I'm just and, surprised they would have offered above asking price when it wasn't selling at the original list. That yeah, just yeah, seems strange. You really gotta, you, got, you really gotta wonder about that. But, but, so, but hold on a second. Is that is it just that, or is it also because they're in the middle of a DOJ investigation around the i buying program? Well, the article that I I read didn't really mention that. They basically, and, and Zillow's own press release cited labor and supply chain constraints and um, mm-hmm. and that its home purchase program had hit operational capacity. Uh, so they've shut it down. And, uh, so they only have that in a few states. Mm-hmm. So like Florida, right. Arizona, um, I think Texas, there mm-hmm. might be a couple of others that they were doing samples on, but the DOJ right. thing um, has impacted whether or not they're moving forward. Yeah, and I'm, not, and I'm not, I wouldn't want to and comment on that. And they're not the on only iBuyer um, program that's out there. No, there's there's a few, Zillow, Open Door, there's... there's well, even Redfin has mm-hmm. a program like that. And honestly, right. what I have to... Like, listeners, I'm just going to tell you, be a little wary of some of that because here's the deal. Those guys are all just backed by investors. Mm-hmm. Like, when, right. I'm, when I'm a real estate agent at Remax, I don't have... 1.4 billion right. from a, a, a Chinese from, company or, or a Goldman guy Sachs in or whoever New it is, York right. or wherever mm-hmm. or institutional investors backing me up. But those companies do. And part of what their strategies are right now is also they've not only figured out what the commissions are annually within the real estate industry and they want a big chunk of that pie because our industry is 17% of the GDP, mm-hmm. but they're now also thinking of the Warren Buffett strategy of buy up houses, hold on to them mm-hmm. because in the long term, we how many times can we say it on this show? There's not enough inventory. Right, we're short. And they are going to start building out massive rental pools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not necessarily a good thing for no, it's our not markets. good for and, if you're I, well, all I can say is like every time we urge people to consider home ownership because we're only at 65% ownership rate in the United States right now, the more these companies do this, the less likely a young person is going to be able to buy a home, not because it's just unaffordable, but there'll be no inventory available for them exactly. and the compet- and the competitors that they're going to have are going to be massive. Right. I totally agree. 
So, yep. Anyway, yeah. just thought that was interesting. Now. Yeah. Let's go get Let's get organized. Up. Let's get organized and cleaned up, shall we? <laughs> Let's go tidy it up here. Okay, so I'm super excited to have, I'm going to switch this over here now, Rachel Smith from Neat Method with us. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you guys. So excited to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely excited. So we met just by chance. Yes. Through one of our mutual clients. Yes. Um, I'm still curious. I don't, did did my client just find you online? How did they get yes. to know you? Yeah, so Neat Method is a national franchise. So mm-hmm. just across the entire country, every city has okay. a local Neat Girl. Um, so yeah, she found us that way through just Google and okay. then reached out and we were able to help her and you were able to help her. And yes. Here we are now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, so... Um, for our listeners, what I want to um, let you know is that we we were working on a transaction with one of my clients, long, long, long time client. In fact, we did four transactions in that one month with them. Incredible. So that was our fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. And so I met you because I was just coming back from visiting my birth family in Colorado um, and had just gotten in the night before and had been working a very complex sale for this client or a purchase actually to start. And then the sale of their, we got put in a situation where we, we won a multiple offer uh, deal with a contingency. They needed to sell their home. This is a big deal, everyone. And we're talking a multi-million dollar house also. And, so we got under contract and we were originally supposed to be able to get the house on market within five days. And then I had until late August to get it sold. But two, like just as I was landing in Colorado, I get the call from the other agent. Hey, we're going to bump you. This other offer came back with more and they want that deal. Hmm. And I went, crap. Okay. <laughs> No I'm, pressure. I'm out of state. Yeah. Um, we'd already been setting up all the services, photography, everything else. And and our client kind of panicked because she was like, there, there's no way we can do this. There's, there's no time. How, how yeah. are we going to do this? Because listeners, what, what that meant when they had the bump clause, I had to have the place sold in five days now. Mm-hmm. Right. That's sold. Right. <laughs> and this house was not ready to go on market that quickly. And I was, you know, so... We got very creative, very crafty, did a lot of amazing things. My team worked, you know, big time on this, getting, you know, who we needed in place. And then uh, Wednesday morning, so I flew back in Tuesday night, having just sent all the documents to my clients to sign, got back in town. She was like, can you come tonight? I'm like, no, no, I have to go put your listing in. <laughs> I was up till one fifteen in the morning the night before yeah. and then at their door at 9.30 and I walked in to chaos. But you were there with one of your team members 
packing away. Yes, just busy working, working. Um, and you'd already been there for how long? Probably only an hour or so at that point, I want to say. And you were making great progress. Yeah. I have to say I was super oh. impressed. Well, thank you. That's we we work hard, efficient, and then with, you know, just a really high standard of care for everybody's belongings. Well, but yeah. yeah. So so tell me your, about your company and kind of what you do, what your, your core business is. Yeah, definitely. So it kind of spans a wide spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do uh, we do help clients with packing and then home logistics once they move in they can we can have a job as big as they come home every box is unpacked there's groceries in the pantry labels bins systems oh, wow. in place yeah or we can just do an entryway closet and organize it um, okay tons of services big and small really depending on whatever somebody's needs are so it's not just if you're moving I mean you can, anybody can engage your mm-hmm. services yeah. uh, like my house is a mess I need help getting it you know deloused or whatever yes de-loused. yes yeah. oh did I use that word <laughs> that sounds like you're kicking somebody out <laughs> we don't do that no no, yeah. <laughs> no eviction we might no declutter and edit a lot but you yeah. get to stay yes well so one of the things I absolutely loved was because you offer all those services I walked in saw y'all packing and then I remember you were finishing up the stuff that specifically this client had asked you to do. And you walked up to me because you saw me. They, they also had someone from like TaskRabbit helping just be like the, the you know, the brawn. Yes, and they the were muscles. helping me. Literally, Eric, I was moving boxes. I was moving furniture. I, it was an insane amount of work that day. That guy who they brought in kept calling me a beast. It was hilarious. <laughs> and especially when he found out how old I was, he was like, oh my gosh, you're beast. You're just a beast. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Not when I'm going to put on my a dating profile. For a girl, but yeah. I know. Yeah. I was like, don't put it on my dating profile. You're right. Um, <laughs> but, um, but you walked up to me and then said, is there anything else that we can do? And I remember their walk-in closet because I had walked in and I did a quick assessment of, right when I first got there, like what all needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm ordering it in my head, like what needs to be done. Because the thing is, listeners, I showed up at 930. You got there around nine. Our first showing yeah. started at 1130 that morning. It was insane. No pressure. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, we're going to have to go into a quick little break here. We'll finish a little bit more of what this was about, but... I loved it because the second I pointed at you and said, can you do this? You're like, yes, Yes, we we can. can. (laughs) So we're going to get more of that fantastic, neat method, you know, persona when we get back. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And Reba, you can be reached how? If someone has a question for you. Well, we have our Facebook page for Open House with Team Reba available now where you can direct message or get the numbers available for us to call or text. Or you can also send an email to us at info at teamreba.com. Awesome. And you, my friend. You can reach me on my Facebook page. Eric is my banker or Insta or Twitter. Or yep. you can- We have all those too. I'm just trying to go one <laughs> focused. We're trying not to confuse have- our listeners. They need one place to go. Mine are real straightforward. Everything is just Eric is my banker. Yeah, I mean, you Eric can, with a C. Yeah. And you can email me the same thing, Eric at 
ericismybanker.com. There you go. So super easy to track down. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I answer a lot of confidential questions, people have mm-hmm. scenario questions. Hey, I've got this situation or that situation. I always maintain the highest degree of confidentiality. You can sort of think of me as um, kind of like a priest, but with a calculator instead. Instead of a cowl neck <laughs> that's outfit. Right. Okay. Instead of a Bible. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, that's right. So uh, we, you know, but but there are so many complexities to the financing world. You know, these days we average 120 loan rule changes every month, and so it's important when you're kind of starting to endeavor on buying a house, selling a house. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're going to hire Rachel to organize it. You're going to hire Reba to to list it. But let's make sure that you can buy what you want to buy. You know, yes. before you start that mm-hmm. whole process. Very very important. So, um, okay, so let's transition back to our guests. So we, again, we have Rachel Smith with Neat Method with us. Um, Again, thank you for being here. Thank you. And since we were talking um, information on how to reach out to people, where can Mm. people learn online a little bit about your company? Yeah, you can definitely just Google Neat Method and it'll link you to whatever city you're in. Seattle Mm -hmm. will send you straight to here, to me, um, even on Instagram, it's Seattle Neat is my handle. That's a great mm-hmm. way to reach out to. Okay, awesome. Yeah, super available. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. So um, before we went into the break, I was mentioning how I walked up to you and I said, can you do this? And because at the time, like, so you just gotten done packing up. So that was your packing services. But because I was going to be um, having all these showings come in, it wasn't just what we needed to get out of the house. Right. It was like, how were we presenting the staging house? Staging almost too. Yeah, it was a form mm-hmm. of staging mm-hmm. and that walk-in closet was just things thrown everywhere, yes. right? Yeah. And so I said, can you do this? And you're like, yes, we can. Definitely. And so I was like, I love their can-do attitude. I didn't know if that was really something you did or you just were like, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then you went in and, and you made it look exactly like how I would have needed for a photo session. Exactly. Mm. All personal effects gone, you know, just the, the go-tos, clean, tidy, minimal, so that when, you know, for mm. people looking at the home and viewing it, you know, we're knocking on the door, I believe, at that time yes. almost. Yes. You know, it was ready to go and there was no personal connection, you know, for some, mm-hmm. for the prior owners in the house. So Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I loved it because you actually um, disassembled that garage, or not garage, but the closet, um, meaning all the things that were in there, because um, I, I think to really get to the best organization, you do have to sometimes just like take it down completely, completely. and then redo. Yes, and that's, that's it, the part everybody like cringes at. Like, yeah, because I'm like, it's all got to come out. Yeah, because I panicked for a second. <laughs> I did. I did have that panic moment when I looked down the hallway because I could see in there uh-huh. and everything was on the floor, including all the hangers, and I was like the chaos before the calm no but then i went back another you know 15 20 minutes it was like ah yes we have the zen thing that i'm looking for here like fantastic total thing so it was exactly what we were looking for so um so what i wanted to make sure and point out so those great services huge fan you're working with those same clients right now yes yeah that's the beauty of this job is just the relationships that we Mm -hmm. make with our clients so we helped her and her family at the front end of the move and now they're in their new home Mm -hmm. and it's time to have them feeling settled with systems in place and all the things in the best location so that they can just live efficiently and comfortably and without stress because you shouldn't be stressed in your house right right and that's the whole thing is like 
especially after the last you know year and a half we've all been dealing with, people have been figuring out whether their houses work or don't work Absolutely. for them. Absolutely. And in this particular situation, this client, they yeah, they've upsized. Um, but I was just messaging back with them the other day, and they were saying, there's so many boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so many boxes. And the thing is, is they're both working from home, mm-hmm. primarily, and they have two children. And one's homeschooling, too. Homeschooling. So now our yeah. homes function at so many multiple and different levels than mm-hmm. they did a year and a half ago. So right. people have really had to adjust to all of those changes mm-hmm. on top of taking on more responsibility. So it's like, you know, we can, only, we can only juggle so much. And yes. It does not stress us out. We <sighs> love it. So yeah. It's, well, I, that, caught a, um, I caught a show. There was one on Netflix, and I, I, I think it, it was Maria Kondo. Yeah, Maria Kondo. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and I was kind of thinking about that show and, and maybe what you do. And I know with her show, you take a shirt and if you want to keep it you does it give you me joy hug it or whatever it, if not go, you if like you thank joy. you for your service you know <laughs> yes. into the dumpster so it, i mean is do you work with clients and kind of helping them through that process of shedding what they don't need yes we and and i totally let my clients drive the project that i tell them this is your home you can be as hands-on or as hands-off as you want typically i find it's a service they want to come home and just have it mm-hmm. done and have it perfect yeah. so mm-hmm. Um, it's totally their call, but, um, yes, the editing, all of that has to happen. I don't require, mm-hmm. you know, a hug or anything for your <laughs> items. I do, I do ask you a couple questions and that's about as far as it goes. But, yeah. um, yeah, that's kind of, a, it's part of the okay. process is, yeah. do you need, I just asked, do you need, use and love this? If you can mm-hmm. say yes to all three. Mm-hmm. Then you you don't have to part with it. Do you have right? like a timeline? Like I, at home, I try and use the one year rule. If I haven't mm-hmm. worn it in a year it's out of here. Yeah. Okay, I, but you know what? That's that, <laughs> dude. That's different for but, women. But then people always say, but the trends are gonna come back. Well, it's like, not oh. even just the trends. It's women like me who are like, if I could just lose that five pounds, that will fit me again. Yeah. And I really don't want to have to redo my entire wardrobe again if I get that weight off. So it's like I have my. Here's when I'm this weight clothes, and here's yes. when I'm this weight clothes. I gotcha. Okay. So sometimes there's a little bit of that, but I will say. Um, when we're talking with clients who are trying to prepare for a move, it does go into the, you know, what do I pack first? Because mm-hmm. I want to make sure when we tie this into like what my part of, of the business stuff is, I'm because listeners, I, I want to let you know, for anyone who works with us, we we now have for our listings and even for our clients who are buying, um, we have partnered with Neat Method now. Um for up to four hours of their labor services um, for packing, organizing, things of that nature. Whatever, yeah, their needs are. And and typically people get most excited when we say, we're going to take away those packing materials because it's crazy Mm -hmm. how much, you know, that just builds up and can become overwhelming. Yeah, there's so much of it. And so what was great was having met you working with this one particular client, we mentioned those other transactions they were doing, and one of them was for their mother, right. who was moving into a place. Mom deals with um, some health issues, and so that was kind of the impetus to to do that. Was I saw what you'd done before, and I thought, you know what, this mom could use that, and so we said, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to reach out and pay for up to you know. I, I, frankly, I was trying to get the client to also add some hours in for his mom, but <laughs> I was like, come on, dude, um, but. But you went in, and I got to say, she was so thankful. 
It's it's truly a gift. Like yeah. moving is top five stressors in anybody's life. And if there's mm-hmm. any way you can outsource and mm-hmm. just and it doesn't have to be the entire home, but like your kitchen, for example, like the heart of your house. Like just to have that right space functioning for you and dealt with by somebody mm-hmm. else, like that's incredible. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. And I I find it to be a very worthwhile service. My my thought is we front four hours of your time and then it's up to the client if they want to add on some more hours with you absolutely but even four hours because the the thing that i was so impressed about was how much you did in that period of time because i see people who is like oh man this is going to take forever because they move slow oh no you and your crews yeah move fast yes i tell i tell my team gym membership is included yeah <laughs> with the job because we yeah. are hustling and yeah that's well important. look at you you're you are a tiny little person <laughs> so it obviously works it does um but so you've now worked, I'm, I'm going to give lots of examples. We had another one of our clients. Um, you're now helping one of my team members, our Rachel, that we like to say on the team. Right. Um, because I have to be cognizant of her physical self because she helps with the staging of our clients. Um, so with that, there's a lot of physical. So we have the mover guys mm-hmm. who come and pick the stuff up and do the big moves. But one of the reasons Rachel came to work for me was for 30 years, she was a bartender and she now has arthritis in her feet and in her hands. And so I have to be aware that we don't overwork her on any specific task. So you came, we, we hired your services yet again to go to one of our listings to help pack up the stuff. And then um, you pack the stuff up. So then our moving guys could just show up, grab it, take it to the next listing, which was great. Then Rachel could just meet them, install the stuff. That was a phenomenal tool for us. Um, And then on top of it, the, the other client you've worked for recently was we had what I called our NAFTA deal. Any of our longtime listeners will know the deal where my Mexican client owning a property here in Seattle had a Canadian tenant who fled during COVID and left an entire condo filled with stuff. Yes, I have never seen that was a first. Like we've yeah. packed up entire condos, but just to abandon all of that property yes. was And there's remarkable. a lot of that here in remarkable. the in the area. There yeah. was a lot of rentals that were left with things like that. Um, because people on short notice when they were shutting things down were like, I gotta go back I to my home to country. I don't want to get trapped. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you do with the stuff? Well, movers had to come and then it had to go in storage because just with legalities, you oh, can't. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, but the good I mean, thing is she's partnered with people. Yeah. I have okay. a lot of connections and that's okay. that's another thing. Like just peace of mind with moving because everybody mm-hmm. has the biggest, you know, oh, scare yeah. stories of oh, for sure. terrible moves. That, oh, I have um, some. Yeah. 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 I feel like yeah. everybody does. But um, so the company that I work closely with came and just took everything and stored okay, it. Okay, great. Um, yeah. But but you did such a great job because in that particular situation, I know this is not a normal thing for you guys to have to do, but he needed to have documentation. Mm -hmm. So you guys not only did the packing, but then you categorized and itemized everything. Photographs, everything. Yeah. Yes. Which was truly, truly helpful. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to go into a quick little break here, um, but we're going to be back with Rachel Smith of Neat Method with more on keeping it neat. (laughs) 
We're back. It's Sarah Costas from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes, we're back. And I'm Reva Haas from Team Reva. <laughs> I love <laughs> when you try new ways to do the... Well, you know, it's six good. years on the air. We got to mix it up every now and absolutely. then. So, yes. yes. Well, thanks then. Thanks for listening. And of course, we're here every Saturday at 2 o'clock and Sundays at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So appreciate your listening in yes. this busy weekend. And we've got Rachel Smith uh, with us uh, today with Neat method method yes. neatmethod.com exactly. and if you go on the web and click it in you'll it'll post point you to seattle hopefully mm-hmm. and there's rachel yeah so you yep. can you can engage her but what i want to know is kind of what's your what's your process yes I mean, how do you so the go company's name neat method so yeah. there is a very specific method to really and truly organizing you know a space start to finish so mm-hmm. This is the part where people are like, oh, really? And I'm like, yes. We, everything in the space, no matter how big or small, has to mm-hmm. come out. It has to get categorized. And then from there, that's the only time you can truly see what you have. Mm-hmm. And clients will be shocked. I'm like, you didn't know you had 12 cheese graters. Like, look at that. You know, once everything comes out from the kitchen and... Where did those come from? I'm like, I didn't bring them, so they were here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't I'm have not random cheese in, in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally, yes. Um, so then we're able to edit, and then we space plan, which is where functionality and understanding how a family or someone mm-hmm. operates, space planning, and then you measure. That's when you measure for all the fun shopping that we okay. do. I mean, okay. we are, we'll take care of all of that. Um, everything goes back, it gets measured, and then we come back with all the beautiful baskets, bins, and then that's the system nice. with the labels. So now everything that you own and use has a home. Okay. So yep. there's no excuse, sir. There's it, It's sustainable. I feel like if someone organizes and you can't maintain it, mm-hmm. that falls on the organizer. Mm-hmm. So Well, and I love that you guys do this because I got to say, I talk about this all the time with clients. You walk in and they're always apologizing for things. And I can't even begin to tell you how many times I think they just don't know how to store efficiently because I'll walk in, their countertops are just covered. Right. And then you open their cabinets and there's all these wide open spaces. Yes. Yeah. Just tons and tons mm-hmm. of cabinetry blank yes, space. Not and you know, that always kind of boggles my mind because they're like, I don't know. I'm going to have to do so much prepacking. I'm like, well, hold, wait, no. Okay. First of all, we want to remove the what I call visual noise. Mm-hmm. So I need open spaces. I need flow. I need things to, you know, when you're showing the property, you need people to not bumping into things or seeing clutter because that, that confuses them and it makes them not want to buy that home. It's right. Overwhelming. Yeah. But Kind of like your methodology of like, what was the three things? It was like, do you use it? Need it. Need and it. Love it. And love it. Yeah. So I'll go through those steps with the client and say, look, when we're trying to decide what you're going to prepack, mm-hmm. or if you're downsizing, it is not just have you used it in the last year. Like, what do you use every day? Mm-hmm. Keep that in your house. What do you use every week? Keep that in your house. And if it's a seasonal and or monthly or annual thing, that's the stuff you prepack. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yep. And so we color code. We'll go through. I so love you, it. You You're saw totally me do that. my language right yeah. now. Yes. Well, you saw me do it at <laughs> yeah. this one client's. I like walked in with my little sticky notes and all the different colors. It was like garage, 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 pack, 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 
stay, 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 stay. And that helped all of us yeah. organize in that one day who was going to handle what, exactly. right? And yeah. what was going to stay in those places. Um, but I just also, you know, like one of the things I'm going to end up hiring your company for is I have a home office with staff who come in and out for a variety of tasks and or meetings. And I have all the staging stuff. And so organizing that itself is a nightmare. Yeah, what to pull for what space in a home. And yeah. Yeah, well, or even just every time we de-stage a house, it all comes back in. And the thing is, we're using bins. Uh, And so then it has to all go back. And, you know, I've I've started getting my team to try and think, pack by room. That's right. And then just just do pre-built rooms so that you just... Take the bin there. and set it up. Yeah. Um, but our, I can tell you, I know um, one of our organizational spaces needs, it needs some love. Well, we are here to Big help time you. love. Yes. So I can't wait <laughs> because, you know, there are many more of us who are working from home now and it's, it's just so critical because you need to have your head in a good space to be functional in your job. And um, a lot of people, I think, you know, you go into their home spaces and you see that they're working on the couch or what have you. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why aren't you working at your desk? And like, well, that room just has so much it's, crap in it. Because typically that's the room at the end of the hall where everything goes mm-hmm. to that doesn't have its, right. you know, ideal location mm-hmm. and it's overrun with things. So, yeah. Well, I would even challenge, I mean, not... Uh, I have a bunch of people in my team who laugh because I'm like, I, I convince people to not sell their houses a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, because honestly, I have some clients that once we get their house ready, they're like, oh, I had so much more room than I thought. I'd love it I would, I would I would almost <laughs> recommend they try you first. Yeah. And then if the house still just isn't functional for the number of people using it or you're just outgrown it or whatever it is, then talk to me. Definitely, because I hear that all the time. You know, we're either going to move, we're going to do an addition, right, mm-hmm. or we're going to get organized. Mm-hmm. And you know, I start talking with clients, and I'm like, "Well, you've only been here a year. Like, yeah. do yeah. you really want to have a huge undertaking of a move again? Or mm-hmm. let's start here. You bought this house, you love this house, right? Let's see what we can do. How, yeah. How much of what you go through, like, let's say a typical house, is um, how do I put this delicately? crap that you don't need oh my gosh so much i mean we go to the store oh that looks cool we'll buy we'll yeah. pick that up mm-hmm. we'll pick this up we'll pick that up use it once and then it's mm-hmm. i don't know i, I mean even my parents everybody had it it was the yes. oh, yeah and my parents day it was the fondue pot and it was yeah. the mm-hmm. faberware rotisserie grill thing and those appliances oh, yeah, yeah that, a lot know, of those appliances those things yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. exactly i, I mean do you see that all the time? Is that all just, the time? Yeah, all the time. And what typically happens as as we go through spaces, we'll typically start and you know everybody wants kitchen and master bedroom mm-hmm. done. Those are like the two top priorities. Yep. They go through that experience, and we've edited, and then they're like, "Oh, I actually feel really good about this space now, and I don't miss those things." Mm-hmm. And then they mm-hmm. have the little itch, and it's just like. Each round becomes easier and easier and mm. easier for them. Mm-hmm. So we do have that. I mean, well, they feel I always the joke about I, I joke about the potato masher. It's like the one appliance that doesn't fit in any drawer, but everybody has right, it. You know, and I'm right. like, do we? Does anybody really use that, that other than I do regularly? Yeah, 
Okay. Yay. Well, Yay. I love okay. to, well, I'll sweep, I, take, I buy sweet potatoes and I cook those and then I mash them and I use them as like a base for a bunch of stuff. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah. There's a fork. I know. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I fell in love with it for my grandma. It's just, oh, sure. it's a grandma So there's thing. like a sentimental well, that's total yes. sentimental. Yeah. Totally. And that's but it, but it's very it. functional. <laughs> right. But I hurt my hand with a fork. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I have a potato ricer. It's this massive cone thing with a wooden oh, dowel. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I, I don't need it. You just throw stuff in a Cuisinart if you need to do something like that. But see, oh. I would prefer these other things over a Cuisinart any day because I hate the cleaning of those mm, things. They're a pain in the they, neck. They, yeah. sit, true. they sit in my cupboards and just collect dust yeah but um okay so i'm on your website bathrooms closets kitchens moves and relocations nurse so here's one of the other things so i'm thinking about like people with children Uh um and then also people blending households yes that happens i just had a client where his his gift to his fiance for her birthday was us Mm -hmm. because she couldn't handle you know, moving in with him and all of his things. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, you know, that's actually a great And I was like, gift. you are like, great job. Like happy. You're going to have the happiest marriage ever. Like how thoughtful of you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when people are merging households, there's, doubles of a lot of those things talk about p- potato mashers you might have two of them showing up oh in one my house goodness. i got four whisks that's the one that gets me i got four <laughs> whisks so it's kind of nuts but um okay so is the website the only and best way for people to reach out to you um even direct email it's just rachel okay. at eatmethod.com is another way to reach us as well so. okay Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Well, thank you so, so thank much you for so being much. on today. It was great chatting with you guys. Yes. Thank you very much, Rachel. Listen in every Saturday, 2 o'clock or Sunday at 3. More Open House with Team Reba. Hope you all have a great rest of your weekend.